I hear you there, Daniel. I'm just trying to live life in a way where I can die knowing that I made the most of the human experience. I'm bad and bougie. <laughs> I fucking hate you. This dry streak might end, if that's what you're referring to. This voice, and it says, I know you know I'm here. Why are you, you ignoring me? Are that's you smelling you burnt toast, sir? I said, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's Chipotle. There's no way you could speak to them dancing that hard and so passionately. You know what? <laughs> I really may regret this. I'm recording in three, two. Jokes have already been recording this whole time. What's <laughs> up, everybody? <laughs> classic, nice. classic me, right? You're supposed to actually ask everyone in the Zoom call if they're okay with you recording. I'm actually them. hosting, and I don't, I don't need any, um, I don't need any tips. Actually, I'm good. But thank you, and welcome to the I May Regret This podcast. Today we got uh, my co-host, as usual, Kanal Bargatra. Hello, how's it going? That's me, Kunal. Funny story. Let me tell you how I got here. One day, I don't know, I'm just like, <laughs> I want to start a podcast. And so I go to Daniel, like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, hey, man, I don't know who you are. Get out of my house. So I start crying. I'm walking back home. <laughs> really, I have no idea what this means for our future because I thought we were friends. So I go home. I'm going to my brother for advice. I'm going to Sid. No one knows what to do. Then all of a sudden, one day, Daniel comes to me classic daniel hey Kunal, i have an idea let's start a podcast he just turned me down so the fucker could take credit for the whole thing i mean it's a classic but yeah I'm, I'm doing great great to be here um wow okay um special guest <laughs> today i'm gonna move on from that we got a special guest um long time coming joel godin did i say it Hi, right daniel. this time yeah, you said it right, Daniel Hachikian. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Thanks. Thank brother. you so much for having me, guys. It's a it's a great first uh, session for me with you guys. I'm right. really excited to be invited here. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> I love this. We're gonna wax philosophical. We're gonna wax fucking masturbation. We're gonna wax everything. That's, <laughs> this the, that's the name of the game today, boys. I'm ready to <laughs> yeah, talk about it. it. That's it. Um. Now Yes, go ahead, Kunal. Can I quickly uh, ask you guys something before we start completely unrelated? You, you yeah, I looked to my left and I just saw something and it, and, and, uh, it made me think of it. Uh, have you guys ever had um, beer imported from Poland? Can't uh, say I have. So Maybe. I'm, I, had, I, got, uh, I went to the LCBO. And I My saw God. this. Sorry, real quick. Sid is FaceTiming me right now. He like, always why does, does this it every single time. Every Hang single up, time. Man. Hit reject. Hit reject. All right, I, re I rejected him. <laughs> Tell me how that felt. I mean, it felt fine. What was what was the, what okay. was the thing you had to say? So I went to the LCBO and I, I, I go into the, um, like deep into the beer section, like typically to a point where I never go to. Um, and I see like all these random, like uh, international beers. And there's this beer for $2.35 and it's a 500 milliliter bottle. So I'm like, wow, this is a good price. But it's some random Poland beer. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is probably going to suck, but it's a great deal. <laughs> and foreign stuff sucks, right? <laughs> Actually, I just Is that what you're going to say? No, I think uh, foreign stuff is fantastic for us. And I think that it's, you know, only made us a greater country. Good. I that agree. Was, that was a yeah. test. That was a test. <laughs> you're just a nice, close-minded nice. little, little... No, that was little, a little, test. <laughs> little hater <laughs> boy is what you are. Uh, anyways, okay. I had it. It's I don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled L-E-Z-A-J-S-K. 
so I'm not even going to attempt, but it's really good. And I would seriously recommend it. It's 235 a bottle and it's 500 milliliters. And it was actually some of the best beer I've had in my life. Like it wasn't just, no, it's my pretty God. good. It was some of the best beer I've ever had. You're really boosting this up. It's really good. <laughs> what was the name of the brand? Um, Are you paid? I, we are being <laughs> You can paid. check out my affiliate link in the description below. <laughs> Go to Lazajisk. Lazajisk? I'm going to yep. put it in chat, and then you guys tell me how you would say that. L-E-Z-A-J-S-K. Next uh, thing Jesus. I know, you're going to talk about G Fuel with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. I right, bet like I, really I bet I could if I – I just need to hear it once. So you know? when you go to the LCBO today, I would recommend getting it. Uh, I mean, All I'm right. not going today, but yeah. No, no, no. When you go today, I'd really uh, uh, as, as we're recommending a beer, or I don't even know if this is technically – a beer more like a malt liquor but mm-hmm. you know um if you're trying to save money right now uh you know like things are tough with covid but you still want to get uh drunk <clears throat> i think it's time to go back to the the good old old english you know it's always yep. been a great <laughs> a great cost effective way to get get the drinks going you know you that okay so that sounded like a sponsor that you absolutely just <laughs> paid for that <laughs> that was an ad man you set that up so beautifully Nice. Now I just want old English now all of a sudden. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, all right, well, moving on from that, we got some questions prepared to like open ourselves up for some interesting, interesting <laughs> subjects. Does anyone want to go first or shall um, I? Unless Joel wants to go first. I don't even think Joel has any questions, but I always like to give courtesy to the guest. I would love to go first. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I have nothing to start Perfect. off with. Kamal, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, we'll guys, take care of us. This is um, this is gonna be quite a doozy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I need two male names. Ooh. Okay. Should I go first? Or you want to go first, Joel? Daniel, you go first. Names. I need. I'm gonna need a name of the person who wrote it and a name of the roommate in question. Um, roommate is Fred. Fred, got it. Oh, and wait, who? Sorry, wait. The roommate and then the main guy. Yeah, you're the main guy. You're the guy who's writing this to us. Uh, the main guy is Javiets. Don't make that face. <laughs> don't make that face. Dude, don't, <laughs> don't talk about that because we're not we're not putting up the video. So like you're you're teasing people by like not by giving them a, a visual indication that we can't show them. You know what I mean? So Javiets. Javiets, yeah. Okay. Which by the way is another Polish beer, I think. Really? Uh, yeah. Ah, and I, I'm only saying that because I was taught how to pronounce that correctly so i was like i, I mean really it's wanna... i'm sure i'm bitter bittering it i'm sure i'm butchering it bittering a it? Bit. <laughs> <laughs> i nice, call myself man. out first dude you can't make fun of me can't make fun of me if i made fun of myself <laughs> but you're so insecure <laughs> <laughs> okay so the um the title is my last remaining roommate poured bleach into my aquarium last night <laughs> what jesus oh shit <laughs> so, all right <clears throat> Two of my roommates have already moved out uh, last month. They were on subsidized housing lists and finally got approved. I have one roommate left and his name is Jeff. And he's the only roommate left in the house, in the entire house with me. We had a house meeting last night, which was called by Jeff. And he was drunk and voicing his concerns, most of which had to do with the lease. So I told him to contact our landlord if he had any issues with the lease, which is, I think, a reasonable response by Juviette. (laughs) 
Conversations went around in circles. He kept bringing up past things that had little to no uh, relevance in our current situation. I've actively been trying to replace the two roommates in our house over the past month. And he asked if I'd be okay with it just being me and him in the house and he would cover the rest of the cost. He is by no means financially able to do so right now. And so I told him that for the exact reason I... and so I told him no for that exact reason and also told him that I had no intention of living with just one other person. And that is why I'm in this big house trying to fill two empty rooms. If I wanted to live with one of with one other dude and that's it, I'd move in with my boyfriend or my dad. Okay, well, I don't understand why that was really necessary on Jiviet's part, but I don't <laughs> He has a big house, he wants two roommates and he wants to fill the space. After more conversation... <clears throat> After the conversation kept going in circles, he decided he was just going to move out. The conversation ended at 7.30 p.m. and he was up till about 1 a.m. banging around and banging around and carrying on. I don't even know what that means. This morning I discovered like that- Banging not- around like putting his stuff away or something maybe? Oh, true. Good point. Like packing up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that actually makes sense because then the next part is the morning I discovered not only did he pack up all of, the, all of his things from the common areas in the, in the house, but a certain part of the downstairs- smelled like bleach it was time for me to give my sick turtle who was in a quarantine tank right now one of his two daily soaks i take some of the water from his aquarium and put it into a plastic storage bin to do so when i went to scoop out some water for my turtle's aquarium i noticed the smell was way worse and when i look closer there was bleach in my aquarium I checked the chemical levels and sure enough, there was definitely bleach in there. When he heard me come downstairs to get the water, I could hear him locking his door as, as if he had been hiding there ever since. If I wouldn't have noticed the bleach smell coming from the water, my turtle would be dead right now. This man tried to murder my innocent turtle. Jesus. What should I do? I am uncomfortable to be in this house right now with him and I just want to leave. I'm obviously super upset and I do not understand for the life of me why Jeff would do this. He has worked per- What? He has worked professionally with animals for years. I'm absolutely sickened. Please, any advice on how to navigate the situation would be appreciated. Juviettes. He's worked with animals for years? What the f- Who are these people that- that, This is like- These are the type of questions that bring me out of my element. I'm like, I've actually never dealt with someone this insane. That's insane. That is yeah. insane. He's worked with animals. So I guess, okay, the quick story, to quickly sum it up, two roommates already left last month because they finally got the house they wanted. Jeff said, fuck it. We don't need to find two new roommates. I will cover the rest of the rent. It'll just be you and I. And uh, Juviette says, no, you're no in no financial position. And I want two new roommates. Jeff got pissed off, said he's going to move out, bleached the tank, and this is where we're at. That First is though, Yeah, that's uh, definitely unacceptable and Definitely some kind of crime, I would, I would guess. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's a relief that he's probably going to leave that house, though, right? So there's not much action that needs to be taken. Am I correct there? I, I don't know. I think I you're mean... correct. I, just, I guess I was just confused yeah. because that's what I thought. But then at the end, he said, um, I'm uncomfortable to be in the house right now and I want to leave. But I don't know if he means like I just want to leave for the day, like as I'm writing this, or like I want to move out. But I don't get why he'd want to move out if, if Jeff's gone. Well, I think I mean I get I feel like he's just uncomfortable being in the same space as this fucking insane person right now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like um I mean I mean yeah, that's really crazy. I don't know what to do. And I I've actually heard stories from my friends 
where they've lived or like had roommates that were kind of this level of insane. Um, and it's like, it gets dangerous. It's like, holy shit. Like you actually share a living space with this person. Like, right. um, you know, it's, it's kind of such a huge thing. Sometimes we all take for granted is like being at home and just having the security that you can trust whoever's in the home. Because right. when you can't, it's like, holy shit. Like I can't even go to sleep right now. Uh, like I need to protect myself and my things. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's getting that level with this guy. I don't know if, um, is this enough that like, yeah, well, what's the move here? Do you just look, wait for him to leave? What the fuck? I, I mean, definitely. I'm, look, I'm not one to to just try to rat people out for no reason. But this guy's working professionally with animals. I think I absolutely need to bring this to the attention of someone. I don't know who. I don't know if it's... Do you go to the authorities for this? I'm wondering what do you, that too right now. Who do you call? Obviously, I'm going to tell, like, if I have a good relationship at home and all that, and I or I have a fallback, I'm close to home. I'm going to tell my parents. I'm going to see what can be done. I'm happy my turtle's alive. I'm going to sort out a new tank for my turtle. But now it's like, someone needs to know about this because this guy works professionally with animals and he just tried to murder one i would get out of there <laughs> i think is, i think i just uh wouldn't stay in the same apartment as him yeah like the question with authorities i mean pressing charges and everything like that is that the way to go is there attempted animal murder charges is that a yeah thing? i don't know i'm sure that's a thing i wonder if it's worth the uh google search yeah uh, that's worth <laughs> the google search uh definitely worth a google search i wonder if it's worth a uh like actually taking the time and everything to pursue it i'd say like the more priorities just getting him out of the house which is like what yeah like what do you even do at that point i don't I know this guy's like locked himself in his room i really think that well no that what's creepy is like yeah like he was waiting at the tank until what's the guy's name Jeviets. Yeah, until Jeviets came down. The second I heard him come down and check the water, Jeff ran upstairs and locked his room door. I thought it was like, Fred. Or Fred, sorry. <laughs> so you were telling like him Jeff matter. the whole story. What? Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. You switched Fred to what? Jeff. By the <laughs> way, I have a... I, yeah. Maybe, maybe let's... I'm going to bring up a new question to you guys, like kind of somewhat related, but maybe the break from this actual problem will like give us time for us to somewhere. sit in our uh, unconscious and then we'll come up with a solution. Here's what I'm thinking. And I'm actually, I want you guys to challenge me if I'm wrong about this, but this is kind of the way I think. Um, and I'm not sure if it's correct or not, but here was that. Here's what I, my thought went to when at first I heard like put bleach in my aquarium, I expected it to be fish. And when he said a turtle, uh, it made it worse because to me like a turtle is more intelligent and therefore like harm done to something more intelligent is worse in my opinion like i feel like a people don't care when like as much when like a plant dies it's not they don't have like brains that can feel like pain and <laughs> anguish and whatnot right so but like if a for example i don't know like a dolphin was to get really man oh that God. was in poor taste dude that was so absolutely sorry. in poor taste I'm you sorry. need to apologize to the 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 the, 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 the dolphin community I'm for that sorry i said <laughs> you didn't because i was interrupting you <laughs> but yeah so i guess like that's kind of the thing i'm getting at is that, like a fish is closer to like a tree <laughs> no okay oh. sorry uh, a fish like, is closer <laughs> to a tree thank <laughs> you for okay, listening the, everyone <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me explain. As far as like intelligent life goes, you have like plant life or I don't know, like bacteria, I guess would be at the bottom or whatever, but like plants, bacteria, like they don't have brains. And then you get to like a dolphin, you know, like a dog, a human starting to get to like very much intelligent life. And then somewhere in the middle is a fish. Right. And like, to me, that matters less that you do harm, but I, I feel think, like that's kind of fucked up. Is it? I think there's levels to this. I think, okay, let's start at, at the base level. I disagree on the level of, I thought it was a fish, which is correct. We're on the same page there. I also thought it was fish. And then when I found that it was a turtle, it was shittier because the turtles are more intelligent. I don't think that I would, I think I would feel just as shitty for this guy or feel just as shitty in his situation or in being in his position. Fish well, no, turtle. I, I don't really, I mean, I do care for the guy, but like I much more care for the turtle, to be honest. I, no, I mean, right, the turtle, the turtle's the one that went through this shit. But like this I'm, guy's just scared. <laughs> That's know, why. But I'm saying like, I think that, reg- okay. So I think I get what you're saying. So I'll, st- I'll still start with what my original answer is going to be is that regardless, like fish, turtle, whatever your pet is, whatever you care for, I still feel terrible for the guy. Cause regardless of how intelligent or sentient it is or not, you love something and someone fucks with it. <clears throat> it, it, it's cause for, you know, anger and anguish on, on, on this person's behalf. In terms of the actual, like, oh, I feel bad for the turtle instead of the fish. I don't know. I mean, they both feel things at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I guess I can relate to a tree. I feel shitty for the environment in that regard and not a tree. But they both feel things and both things would be suffering terribly in that situation. And even if they didn't suffer, both things are just dying. I I think I would still feel equally shitty regardless of like, oh, this one could provide a more to society or this one's more intelligent. I think I just still feel shitty. Like this is a living thing that went through that or endured that bullshit for no reason yeah i think uh no i'm thinking pretty much 100 percent on your page with all of that like depending on the cognition of different species and different animals i mean like yes there's probably a difference in severity to the like the ethical crime that you just committed depending mm-hmm. on what animal like yeah different examples like octopi are very very intelligent mm-hmm. dolphins are very intelligent pigs are very intelligent and we could just kill pigs all the time but like yeah. Whether or not it's m- more severe than any other animal, any other cognition, it's probably a good debate whether or not it would be. And I could probably agree that might be worse to kill a turtle than a fish. At the mm-hmm. same time, though, just as a blanket crime, is just kind of <laughs> fucked up anyway. You look yeah, at it. Like, I, just don't I agree fuck about with, that. I guess the, don't the fuck thing with animals to... like that. Agreed, agreed. The thing I'm trying to get at here is that, like, um, I really don't care much if I, like, kill a bug. For example, pretty, pretty like, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm still grateful for life on earth. You know, it's like, cool, you know, bugs do their thing, but like, you know, if a fly dies, like I'm not really shedding a tear about that. Uh, that's probably you know like, I mean? that's actually, yeah, that's yeah. actually like a whole field of study basically on like different levels of cognition between like organisms and how different animals can process thought in different ways. So like, even like they say crows might have, actually a surprisingly advanced level of cognition but you wouldn't really mm. think something like a crow would be that intelligent and huh? yeah i suppose something like a bug would be lower on that scale that you're describing and yeah yeah i suppose it would be i would also agree i don't feel as bad killing something like a dragonfly right. or fly yeah versus it, yeah, something a little bit more complex and this is why i'm opening up to be challenged because it's actually shaped the way i um change my diet because i think like i mean ethically ideally i'd like to not eat any like not sacrifice any life in order to eat but 
like i don't know i found it very hard to cut everything cold turkey so i i kind of only eat seafood now and uh yeah i guess part of that is because they're one step closer to bugs compared to like a cow or pig is like a very intelligent life and uh wait is this the thing you only eat seafood now you don't eat meat or anything yeah i've been doing that for months and months now oh wow so i'm really behind on this (laughs) i mean yeah maybe i just never isn't it funny that like the podcast is low-key all of our interactions so yeah like if, I, if i don't bring it up on the show like you probably don't really know that much yeah pretty much of that it's kind of funny but anyways okay well good discussion i'm down to bring it back to maybe maybe we've uh taken a break from the thing and we have a solution now yeah I don't what know. is this circling, guy gonna do about this circling guy back, i still feel terrible for this guy and i'm almost like pissed for him like this is someone who you the turtle's okay with. though right the turtle's it a, okay it was an attempt no, it was an attempt at life, not not a not a murder. The turtle's okay because he noticed in time. If if he like right. didn't have to go feed him or, or whatever he said, and like he was like, oh fuck it, let me go grab a coffee or like, and then oh shit, you know what? I need to, I want to buy some chips. Like it just did some stuff before coming home. That turtle would be dead. That turtle wouldn't yeah. be here with us anymore. I think I have a conclusion with all of this. I think first of all, the burden of evidence would be on uh, whatever that guy's name is. You gave the name daniel can't say it right now <laughs> but uh the burden of evidence is on him if he can prove that this roommate actually ended up trying to bleach the tank or whatever situation exactly that was it would be a matter of taking it up with the landlord and leaving it up to the landlord to basically evict the guy and get him out of there if he's right. not already leaving if he's not already leaving then it would just be a matter of cutting contact with him if that relationship didn't matter to him too much and just kind of trying to move past it I don't know if pressing charges is going to get him anywhere. Okay. Here's my yeah. question. Um, sorry, Daniel, were you going to say something actually? Well, yeah, I think I was just going to say like, honestly, I don't really know what to do. Like I, as far as getting him out of the house, um, maybe you could like, if you're actually scared, get some sort of like enforcement involved. Um, but as far as like pressing charges, I feel like that's kind of like a personal thing. If you really want justice, like you could probably find a way to get that. Um, but it's going to be a lot of like anguish and work involved with that. And if you really just want to like cut him off, then you could just do that too. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's kind of my thoughts. Okay. My question. Um, let's say the case in the case of um, this person, like, let's just say, is it Jeff? What yeah, you it? said Jeff. We're going to commit to Jeff. Yeah. Okay. What was it? It was Fred. It was Fred. Okay. Fred, for God's sake. God damn it. I'm sorry, Joel. Um, okay. So let's say Jeff is in currently actively in the field of animal care. Like that's his job right now. Like that's where he goes to work every day. Oh my God. I forgot about that aspect. That's what I mean. I can't let that go. I think I need to tell the employer or someone. I know I'm inserting myself. I get it maybe even an anonymous tip, but like, dude, I don't trust this guy with animals. Like this guy could be taking care of my fucking animal. How, tomorrow. Would, you, how would you even prove that? Like that's you'd my, go to, that's you'd my find problem. out his manager and be like, yeah, he did yeah. this. And See, then that's my problem. So his. you can definitely bring like pictures of like, oh, look, I tested the chemical levels and like um, there was definitely bleach or whatever, but how do you prove it was him? And I guess the answer is you're fucked. You don't, but 
I don't know. I still think it, it's worth bringing up and being like, yeah, we got, look, we got into a discussion. This is my turtle. Um, we're the only two people living in the house. You can see the chemical levels of the water. Someone definitely put bleach in it. I don't know if you want to fucking fingerprint the bottle of bleach or whatever. That's obviously too much, but like, look, we're yeah. the only two people in the house. I would never do this to my own turtle. We got into an argument last night. There's a reason he just recently moved out. I'm telling you he did this. Uh, I don't have concrete evidence. So obviously you don't have to believe me. I don't have a video or anything, but I can 100% confirm to you from the bottom of my heart, he did this. And I'm only telling you this because he's actively working with animals. And I think that this is relatively dangerous behavior. And I think it's something that needs to be brought to your attention. And I think that's the best you could do. Yeah. I guess I I'm with I'm that as possible. That. Yeah. And there we go. And we found a conclusion. Sorry for your um, situation, man. Yeah. Sorry, uh, <laughs> fucking Jeff, even though your name is uh fred why are you apologizing to the roommate he tried to kill a turtle that's what really? it's to the oh, turtle. I'm, I'm sorry to jivietz mm. jivietz that's an MIK. that's why i'm mixing name. that's why i mixed it with jeff man jivietz <laughs> and jeff yeah <laughs> yeah it was um, fred though know, yeah but fred though like there was no excuse <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna be calling like you're gonna be calling me like henry and then joel's gonna be like frank or some shit <laughs> like that's how different those were you, Actually, you, you imbecile. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a question for us, which I think is going to be pretty interesting. But... Do you think or do you know? Because I'm really not here to waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. man. You're a busy guy or something? Sorry, um, sorry. I was just going to ask, though, like, maybe kind of decompress. I haven't really talked to anyone about this, but, like, totally we're in state of emergency right now. Yes, yes. Stay at home. It's been... It's been going on for two days now, since Thursday. Mm-hmm. What are you guys feeling like? Like, what are you? What are your plans to consume your time? Um, uh, you know, where's your mental health at? All that. Actually, Joel, I'm gonna let you go ahead and go first. I feel like I've been. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, sure. Well, I'm living on my own. It's just me and my cat in my apartment. I'm changing apartments this weekend. Actually, I'm really excited about that. Nice. But I'll. Yeah, considering everything that's locked down right now, it's just me. I have one designated house that I've been visiting, and I really appreciate those two friends I have. And mentally speaking, I'm actually doing well. Like, life is fine. Working from home is kind of shitty, considering I my workplace is now where I live, and my, where I live is my workplace, so it's hard to kind of compartmentalize both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I end up keeping busy. Like, while well, I'm gaming pretty much every night with buddies off of Discord. Hell yeah nice yeah what that. are you gaming i feel that <laughs> lately i've been gaming well uh i'm playing off my nintendo switch and i got a pic- i picked up a copy of pikmin 3 deluxe but no one here knows anything about pikmin but basically you're a guy you crash your your uh spaceship on a planet and then you got to survive by collecting fruits on this planet but you have an army of tiny vegetable creatures that follow you around it's a complete <laughs> delight it's a complete delight of a video game and I'm having so much fun with it. And so far it's been keeping me busy. I literally just play while I'm even at work, like (laughs) in between meetings and I'm just playing some Pikmin just in between the calls because there's literally (laughs) nothing to do. Even work is slow right now, but feeling good overall. Thanks for asking Daniel. Uh, Someone else can answer now. Yeah. Well, actually uh, before I answer, I wanted to make a quick recommendation to you on that note. I don't know if you PC game at all, um yeah not really <laughs> my recommendation is going to be a game that you don't need like a crazy good computer for anything and and it, it might even shock you but 
I think Daniel even knows this too. What has been getting me and Sid and Encore and one of our friends named Mike <laughs> and like what we all do, we, we play a bunch of different games. And we have been ever since um, March, like when, you know, stay at home really started to become a, a pretty serious thing. It's been Uno. And Uno has gotten us, like we just played it again last night. Like as we were winding down at the end of the night, we played it. Like uh, if you have, like, you know, you said you go on Discord and play with some friends. It's like $5 and it's a delight. It's an absolute yeah. delight. I don't know where I would have been during this quarantine if it wasn't for Uno. So, um, yeah, so it's a great recommendation, bro. Like I would love to play with you guys, but like, to, it's like, yeah, but it's no, like I understand it's like a, it's like a four person thing and like, yes. you already got four people. So like, yes. yeah. And I no, like, that's totally cool. And, um, is it, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like care or like think about it or okay or, yeah I'm just right. no I think that's Early. I think I love that for you guys and I and I appreciate that and um you sound like Bob uh, right now. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh that's, early in quarantine for myself uh, Among Us was also carrying me quite a bit that's so, such a fun game oh, I still never played that I never got people. into that I I have a okay. thing against games where I, the goal is to lie to your friends <laughs> I don't like I don't like I don't like taking on that. It feels uh I have a uh, 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 feels uh, bad. Uh, a thing for games that involve lying to my friends. Like I live <laughs> probably cuz you're a fucking sociopath, dude. <laughs> that never invites me to play Uno. Oh actually. my god, is that you? <laughs> so you do care. Nah, I was joking, dude. I don't care. I was just saying fucking Bobna and I are going to like play Uno by ourselves cuz like we're actually like the fucking cooler of like the whatever group that you yeah, like man, you totally. have, you know what I mean? Like we're actually like the cool ones. So like it, it really should be you guys that wants to play with us. Not that no, like, no, not that we want to play. play, not that we want to play with you guys. I'm just no, saying. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you two just play it with uh, like, you know, amongst each other. And then me said, Uncle and Mike, we'll, we'll just keep doing our thing. We'll do whatever we want, dude. We don't, we don't, yeah, we, we don't need to party. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Joel and well, I will play, a... um, we'll play, we'll have some vegetable people follow us, us around. We don't even need <laughs> no Uno. Dude. Okay, cool, man. That's, I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, man. <laughs> All right, so it's moving cool on. Daniel. We can totally play. Actually. To answer your question, um, oh, mentally, yeah. for me, talk. not much has changed with this announcement because really living with my parents, I've kind of been treating it like I've been in lockdown this whole time. And it's driving me crazy. Um, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it is driving me insane. Yep. I hate how long it's been since I've hung out with people. Um, uh, you know, and, and, you know, being in school and, you know, you have some friends living in Hamilton and people inviting you down to come see you and you'll be like, oh, I miss you. It's been so long since I've seen you. And you want to be able to like, honestly say, I miss you too. Like, let's hang out. But like, I can't, like, I legitimately <laughs> want to be able to say I miss you, but I don't give but, a <laughs> but like, no, like I legitimately can't do anything about it. No, like, I know, I know. And, and it's, it sucks, man. It's really been, it's been annoying me, but not to the point where it's seriously like weighing on me or anything. Like it's just kind of annoying, but then whatever, like I'm still grateful for whatever I have. And again, getting through it, I've just, I'm in a routine at this point and I've, I've been so busy with school and managing like school and work anyways, where it's like, whatever, I guess at some times I don't even really have time to think about shit I'd rather be doing. <laughs> so it's fine. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. mean, again, I've been kind of living as if we've been in lockdown. So not much is changing for me. Yeah. I, f I feel for you, bro. And like when I was, um, when I was living at home, like even when I wasn't, I, I, I sort of felt like at the time I was very disciplined compared to most people. Yeah. Um, no, and, you were, you definitely and, were. And even then, like everything I did 
that was leaving the house, like even when I was getting groceries, it still felt like a risk I was adding to my parents' life. And it was really, um, yeah, it just sucks to kind of like live in that guilt. And even when I didn't feel guilty, it was like anything I do is just, I'm a risk. Um, yeah. And I hated that feeling. So I'm glad I'm in the position I am now where I'm just only <laughs> putting myself at risk anytime I like do anything. And not that I'm like fucking, um, you know, going, going, to to, going to fucking ragers, which you are. Um, yeah, but only with like 50 to 70 people, like <laughs> not like, not like the crazy ones with like a hundred people, you know, is I'm it not, at least I'm outdoors? Like, um, it's like, um, I guess like it's technically outdoors with like a closed roof and like no windows, you know okay, what I mean? So, so just say indoors next time. Uh, right? yeah, it's like pretty much indoors. Like, are you guys 60, at least like 70. wearing masks and like, like trying to distance? So this is the thing. It's like it's like max max like 90 to you know like 80, 85 I, people i thought you said 50 well like 50 is like you know what i mean it's just like well you no, kind of like st- um, are you guys at least wearing masks and distancing can you at least give me that much well masks yeah like we definitely use like mat like when i'm walking there like i'll use a mask and then you, you use know, a mask there when you're might take it off there? for a bit it might take it off for like a little bit you you wear a mask when you're walking there with no one and then you take it off when you're in a room with 90 people yeah it's just like you know my belief dude and it's just the way i'm living my life okay i guess that's fair no judgment there no okay not the guy actually back to i wanted to make a point like anyone that's actually like (laughs) um you know like uh feeling like down about the shit and it's tough um yeah, I feel for you as well. And like, let's just hope we can, uh, you know, get through this, this tough patch. I really don't want to sound like an overly optimistic douche when I say I truly feel like we're almost there. Like I see a light at the end of this fucking dark, dark tunnel. I really do. Like I'm actually turning on the news or like flipping to the news and hearing positive fucking updates every now and then. Yeah, I heard that's um, different. I heard there was kind of a dip recently in, um, as far as like new cases goes nice. like they they were expecting the sort of like post holiday to like really fuck us and apparently it kind of hasn't as much as we expected so maybe okay. this lockdown stuff is working yeah anyways i don't want this to become like a covid podcast i just want right. to like have well, what chat. do you guys think about this vaccine like, <laughs> i know right <laughs> rma <Yeah>. rma dude <laughs> i personally don't believe it works anyways uh <laughs> uh no i wanted to get to this question because i thought it was i thought it would be interesting we might have some stories to tell to tell from our (laughs) chell you knew that was you knew that was gonna hurt me too Um, so here's what i like to do i like to go and read questions from the perspective of parents and just kind of get a check to see how i'd be in terms of like (laughs) making decision as a parent so here's one as a, I have a bad as feeling a, about this, Daniel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's one submitted by like a 31-year-old. Oh, this is a female. So a 31 female. So I guess this is a mother. Okay. Um, so pretend you're a mother. Pretend you have an 11-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the, the subject is 11-year-old, or sorry, advice on 11-year-old son, in quotes, discovering himself. Do you even want names? Um... Sure. So I need I need the mother's name and I need the son's name. All right, Joel, you can do whichever one you want. I'll and I need the, the sister's and I need a sister's name. So oh, sister of okay. the a sister of the mother. Okay. Well, I'll give a name. Yeah, go ahead, Colonel. My God, your cat Sonny is just frozen right? Oh. right now. <laughs> looks oh, like yeah, the, she's, she's photobombing. Yeah. She looks like the Sphinx <laughs> right now. 
Um, <laughs> the mother is going to be named Semprecious. Holy shit, okay. Jesus, that's kind of cool. Actually. Then there's a boy and a girl. Yeah, uh, the yeah, the son, 11-year-old son, and then uh, a sister to the mother. Okay, the son's going to be called Ed. And <laughs> Ed, love uh, that. And the girl's going to be called um, Susie. Susie, Susie, Ed, and some precious. What? Sam what was precious. Sam precious. S- Sam precious. All right. So hi. Um, hey. Uh, what's up? That was the whole question. Yeah, I was just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I have an 11 year old son. Uh, this is Sam Precious talking. We are so close. I have an and we have an amazing bond. He tells me everything. Uh, like when he's feeling a certain way, just about anything. Recently, he told me he masturbated or thinks he did. He kind of went into detail, but didn't go too far. I was extremely casual about it. I acted as, as if we were talking about the weather. Uh, I knew not to react in a negative way. I sort of mastered the art of keeping a straight face. Nice. I did tell him that it was normal for an 11-year-old to be curious and to make sure that he keeps that in the privacy of his own room and right. to keep his hands clean. My sister then, uh, who is Susie, then berated me and said that I oh, should have nipped it in the bud immediately. Yeah. And that I'm leading him to think it's okay and normal. Now, when I was younger, I was never able to tell my mom anything. She was extremely to- toxic and narcissistic towards me. When I got, oh my God, I didn't even know about this part. When I got molested a few times as a child, I kept it to myself because I was never comfortable going to her. And I was so happy that my son felt so comfortable to tell me. Now I feel conflicted and kind of sad. Any advice? Dear God. And I guess I really didn't need names there for any of that. <laughs> there was yeah, no names. Yeah. There. <laughs> I think the names are fun. But it's fine because like we can refer to them as. I think you know, um, I think Sam Precious is doing the right thing. I think she's doing the right I, thing with being very yeah. approachable. I um I was sort of hoping this wasn't going to happen, but I think we might all be on the same page here. Is like. Um, yeah, I yeah, disagree Susie, with Susie, man. Susie is a little. I think Susie needs to mind her own little, fucking business. Yeah. I'm all aboard the sexually liberated, liberated approach. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's just no need for stigma. That shit's all tied back to very much outdated beliefs that most people don't even recognize on most levels anymore. And we just kind of cherry pick certain things that we hold to the generations. And honestly, this is definitely one thing that's not an issue, perfectly normal. And the mom's advice was actually dead on. And I'm yeah. thinking Susie over there, like, I don't know she has, she has some uh, she has some learning to do. Honestly, yeah, she probably. literally said, like, you're leading him to think it's okay and normal. Which by like, the way, Susie, fuck it is you, okay. Susie. And normal. It is normal. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Oh my god, you're mad at like, Susie. Yeah. I don't know their background. Like maybe they're from a very like religious background, whatever faith that might be. And maybe there's just a lot of hang ups from that from growing up in that kind of background, right? Right. But uh it would be a matter of it would be a matter of looking past face and just, you know, you kind of can't hold on to some of those lessons, honestly, if you want me yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I think, I think uh, the way, like my kind of philosophy with parenting is you can't actually teach someone everything. And um, you're going to be so old by the time you're a parent that like, you're not going to be able to teach how to grow in like this world because like you've not experienced that like for example the point i'm going to bring up with my parents is like um like i started masturbating i think when i was like 
uh, I want to say 15 or 16, which I think is really late actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my parents never like grew up in an age where like full on like HD porn videos were like available at any moment at any time for free. Right. Uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> so growing up with that, it's like, there's no way they could teach me how to, you know, navigate that in a healthy way. I right. sort of think my philosophy on parenting is like, you just need to kind of just get a couple of fundamental things really down well, like just have support and love with them for them. And like, you know, a place to call home people yeah. to talk to. Right. That's kind I think of internet that, porn. Yeah. I think internet porn is actually a much more important question and all of that versus yeah. masturbating itself versus how you consume pornography. That's a very different question. And there's a lot of like, even if you go on internet porn, there's a lot of questions of ethicality, whether or not it was actually like consented to, to be mm-hmm. uploaded online, who's actually making money off of these videos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And basically just like how having access to that much pornography can actually affect your psyche, uh, even as a young child. Right. So that would actually be probably something the mom would maybe try what might be important to tackle with her son actually is how to, responsibly consume that content i don't know if i have an answer for that one but uh that's a very big question it's almost like at that point you kind of need to dig in more to what he's doing and i wonder if it's worth doing that because especially if um what's her name sam precious here is like not an experienced masturbator like um she won't necessarily know how to like tell him how to navigate it in a healthy way. Um, I think um I think I'm kind of there with you. Um because from the way she worded it, um it seems like her approach in that conversation was let me not fluster him and and try to ask too many questions or whatever. He's confused, he's not sure what's going on and like he he thinks something. So let me just be like an approachable person and a trustworthy person you can just talk to and 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 yeah. be open with. So I think I think I'm with you there. I think eventually it might be something worth um, digging into. Um, but as of right now, uh, for at least the context of that first conversation, it seems like she really just wanted to be someone that like to establish herself as someone that he can trust for something mm-hmm. like that. If he, if he wants to talk to someone because she feels like she never really had that at, in her childhood and she just wants to make sure she can establish that for her son. So I, I think, um, yeah, I guess I'm not really answering anything, but I do think I'm, I'm you know, kind of with you, with you there. That actually really, I really like that because, I mean, it's a bit young to be having this sort of philosophy when he's 11. Yeah. But I do think that um, you need to allow your kids to be able to approach you and talk to you about stuff that, like, you disagree with what they're doing. Even if, like, you don't disagree with masturbation or whatever, like, you still need to open the door to be like, um as the child you could be like oh i can go talk to my mom even if she's not gonna approve of this right like she's not yeah. gonna yell at me and like punish me overly because then that just means that you close the door because you're there's always gonna be things that you do as a child that your like parents won't agree with um and if you feel like you can't approach them on those things then you just won't approach them yeah yeah exactly you know what I mean? and, and so even if you yeah, feel like oh yeah she might not fully approve of this I know it's not going to be to the extent where, oh, I shouldn't talk to her about this. And I think that's what the, the type of relationship she's trying to establish. And like, even if I don't approve of it, you can always talk to me about it. Like, I'm never going to, you know, look down on you or fucking do anything overly drastic. We'll literally just talk about it. 
Did you guys have this conversation, like a masturbation talk or like a Never. sex talk with your parents? I did not. Definitely not. Not on my end. <laughs> I, did, yeah, I, I, think I didn't either. Once the subject was maybe almost broached and it's like repressed almost this memory because I, I'm having a hard time really recapping it. But I just know that the conversation I was not, I, I just, I didn't want to have it. I was like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> we don't <have> <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I think it, I same sort of thing happened to me where like it almost kind of came out. Right. Um, and I can't remember if it was to do with sex or masturbation or maybe both, but it was kind of just like, the subject was kind of broached by my dad. Like he basically just wanted to like let something be known. And he kind of mm -hmm. just kind of just outwardly said it. Right. I forget exactly what the idea was, but um, I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and then like, yeah. I sort of like, uh, I guess it was kind of just like, don't ask, um, don't tell but like it's fine you right, know like there's yeah. just some things that like it's fine but like we don't need to talk about everything uh right and no. then like it got to the point where i got old enough that we still never had any talk like that but now i wouldn't even give a shit i just tell them anything i, I think i, I get care. that too yeah and it's like I've, never, I've still never explicitly had a talk but as i've been getting older like they'll randomly just like say something it's like oh just make sure you're being like safe and whatever it's like haha all right enough <laughs> it's actually quite enough but like it's said in like, like a joking manner not like a serious conversation that's being approached um but yeah i've never outright explicitly sat down and had the talk or anything like that yeah that's interesting i feel like much like a similar story i had with a previous conversation with you guys that never existed <laughs> you know like <laughs> the way like I, I like did a shaving tutorial on youtube instead of like talking with my dad about it. i think like that was like kind of my parents parenting approach for me specifically mm -hmm. for like most of my life like basically my brother was maybe like raised more hands-on by my parents but then they let me kind of raise myself and I just mm. kind of worked out and I just never asked them for anything and I never needed their advice on anything right. and they just kind of just like kept their hands off and I was just yeah I never had any kind of talk with that with my parents ever no I, sure, I would totally not care about talking about that stuff though, but maybe I'd rather just not talk about it with my parents you know, at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. I can avoid that conversation. I, I mean, uh, when I hear that though, like, I don't think that's, um, I think that's great in terms of like, you don't need uh, any specific guidance, you know what I mean? Like you just figure out your own shit and um, that's kind of cool. But like as a f future father, like I might just not force those situations but i'll just like have those teaching moments not because i think like they need it but it's just kind of like uh, a bonding moment you know it's just like yeah. this doesn't need to happen but it's like yeah i'm just gonna do this with my son and then it's like it allows your child to like know you better because then you could talk about when you first did this and like what was that what that was like i don't know yeah, as, yeah, as i've grown up it's like it's actually really important to know who your parents are because then you understand yourself better uh, right? a lot, too. Honestly, and comfortability. As I've gone to um, therapy, that's a thing that, like, comes out uh, a lot. Like, my first ever session with a the therapist, she was basically just telling me, like, have conversations with your parents. Like, know more about their history. Ask your dad how he did this and this. Because, yeah. um, like, she would be asking me stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I guess my dad, like, I don't know. He kind of, like, worked here and then. I don't know, he was in like insurance for a bit or whatever. And like that type of shit is like, uh, it helps out to know your parents' path a lot more. Even at like good or bad, I think too.
Right. I think I agree. I really admire that, Daniel. Like, you know, if you like start off at a young age with your kid and you like open those dialogues up and you make it known that any kind of conversation is always welcome. Mm-hmm. And like, you can kind of come to your parents as a confidant, as like a secure person to get all this information from. And that's actually just a really good example of parenting in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I would have more of these dialogues with my parents if I maybe had like maybe something more of a connection with my dad and I'd even like care to bring that up with him, but I really have nothing. We don't have that kind of relationship at all. So mm. I ended up just being very independent myself. I can't speak for Queen Ola. Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, I've, I'm, I feel like it's kind of a blend actually. I know that I can approach them about anything and they've made it very clear um, that I can approach them about literally anything, even if it's something they won't approve of, uh, which has always been nice. I simply sometimes just choose not to. It's like, you know what? I'd rather not either because I'd rather just A, work through it by myself or B, maybe just not rope them in, whether for their own sake or for mine. I know I can talk to them. I just don't really want to exercise that option right now. And so I wouldn't, we have a relationship where um, we could have those conversations. I've just never really, I don't often take that route. That's cool. I think I'm very similar. Um, it's resonating me now hearing that, that that's actually all you need is just to know that you can have the conversation. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, but you know what, like, thanks for that. But, um, and I will, if I really feel like I need yeah. to, but I'd yeah. rather figure this out on my own. That's kind of the way I've always been similar. Yeah. It sounds like all three of us are kind of like that. Like, I want to go through this shit myself and figure it out. But uh, at the end of the day, it's good to know that <laughs> that's an in, option. You in know case, I mean? yeah, I need that fallback. I know I can fall back to my family. Mm-hmm. I 100% um, had that for sure myself. And and so like in, in a case where I do end up feeling like Jesus Christ, like I need to talk to them about this. Like I, I, I'm not doing this by myself. I tried. I can't. I failed. I need some help. Then they take it very seriously when I do because it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, he can talk about anything, but he doesn't often. So, like, when he does, like, he needs something. Like, he needs help in something or he fucking, you know what I mean? Like, they really listen and give it, like, all the time and effort that they need. And I'm sure they would even if I came to them on a consistent basis with a new problem every day. But it's just, like, the fact that I don't very often just seems like there's a lot of emphasis on it for them when I do. Yeah. Um. Before I wrap up, what's... Uh, sorry, wait, let me try. <laughs> fucking, I forgot the shit I was going to say, man. Oh my God, you the look fuck. upset. <laughs> I am. I'm fucking pissed for I like that. This. Do you have a candle oh. in the washroom there? I do, yeah. I like that, man. That's nice. Thanks, dude. I'm actually trying to Happy. program myself with, like, a Pavlovian response. I have two mm-hmm. candles. Mm-hmm. One of them I only light when I'm, like, working. Yeah. Uh, and the other one I light when I'm just, like, I have nothing to do. Right. And I'm hoping my it'll trick my brain and be like, all right time to work or like all right time to interesting we'll that's interesting i i find that fascinating did you come yeah. up with that yourself i did yeah i guess bullshit I'm like smart. they say that about chewing gum too right when you're studying chew gum and then when you're taking the test chew gum oh, oh really Whoa. i feel yeah. like that was try some of these. dude that was dude that's big that's big gum man Impl- fucking the co- corporate big grand, big corporate, uh, corporate gum fucking companies are inserting that into the into the world to fucking take over dude yeah no i was gonna uh i was gonna ask at what point because you know none of us are perfect obviously we're all humans and even as a parent like you generally know what's best but you're like you obviously 
make mistakes and have flaws yourself. Mm -hmm. What do you think is like the appropriate amount to like show and not show that with your children, depending on their age? Cause like I, it's uh, on one hand, you kind of want to be like this, this point of support, like this kind of like superhero type figure, like, you know, like right. this, this person has life figured out, like you can always go to them. But on, on the other hand, like, do you want to also, cause then they're like, then it's like, you can't mess up or anything. And like, when, when you kind of like fuck up, uh, you have to like kind of lie or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have to say like, you can't just be like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to like pick you up from school. You have to, you know, you have to like say some shit. So wait, what's and, the question? Like, when do you show your imperfections to your children? Yeah, like, I, well, like not when, but I guess more on like a high level. Like, how open are you going to be with, with the with your mistakes to your children? Like mistakes that don't directly affect them. Like, um, for example, like it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm late to school. Like, you know, I made a mistake. They're doing like mistakes that don't really, that they wouldn't know about, and that I'm opening up to them, but like. I think I understand your question, Daniel. I, I don't know. Kind of <laughs> I guess both. Well, I have no credibility in anything I'm about to advise here. You know, I'm not a parent and I don't know if I ever want to be one either. So that's where I'm at. But I would say it'd be really important to try to avoid lying to your kid mm -hmm. for as far as they can cognitively process. Like if you can be honest with what happened with your kid, I think that would probably be best. Like build up a level of trust and like open dialogue with your kid no matter what happens and i think that doesn't matter at what age as long as where you you feel like they can handle it or right. comprehend what's going on you know what i mean and then when it comes to bigger conversations i think destigmatizing a lot of different notions that maybe we're trying to preserve the innocence of children or anything like that i don't know if that honestly matters in the grand scheme of things and if you want to normalize certain questions and certain uh, topics at an early age, it would be more, it would be perfectly fine, in my opinion, to kind of get those dialogues going, like death, sexuality, gender, and everything like that. But it'd be more of how, like, that kid manages the, that information with, like, out with the remainder of society, because some parents might disagree with anything you're trying to teach your kid, but then at the same time, I'm very much aboard normalizing most things. So I don't, and I think most kids are surprisingly able to handle a lot of this information. It's just kind of how society reacts to that. That ends up being the problem. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if, uh, I was just thinking like, as far as, um, kind of like not giving them the cold hard truth i feel like that what i the reasoning for that is kind of like life is kind of fucked up and you don't want to just put everything like yeah like just life is dreadful there's like death and like fucking shit going on all the time like it's uh you know allow them to have oh, their youth allow them to have their youth and like slowly onset the like harsh realities of life so that they can kind of just like enjoy their youth and just kind of like slowly get so are you asking like kind of like life. are you asking like how much you kind of want to like expose them to directly without them kind of experiencing it themselves is that what you mean i don't know uh, i don't even know what i'm asking but daniel <laughs> i might be i might be opening up a can of worms with this one daniel but like you're saying like you don't want to tell your children like the pains of life and everything but it's like why would you have a child then it's like you're not prepared to tell them about the life that you gave them you put them into the world and you're like, well, life is miserable, but I made you and I created you. 
No, because I think I think <laughs> so there's a lot it, of fucker. I think there's a lot of amazing <laughs> things with life, but children haven't developed like any sort of ways of them dealing with the harsh realities of life. Like as an adult, there's tons of shit I deal with all the time, but um I've learned a lot over time with how to deal with certain things like, you know, anguish and like pain and depression and anxiety and like, you know, a lot of like fucked up shit going on in the world. Um, I'm able to offset that with like a lot of other things I enjoy, like people and, um, you know, like relationships I have, like I, I know the things that make me happy and, uh, you know, so like I'm able to like balance my life in that way. Kid doesn't fucking know anything. You're like, yeah, we're all going to die. I'm going to die too. You're going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> and then they're just like, what the fuck? Like, how do I, you know, it's too much for them to deal with all at once. So like you slowly onset it. And as far as bringing them a child into the world, like, I don't know. I, I, it's my fundamental belief. It's like, we're, this is kind of getting pretty deep, but my whole thing, I'm not religious. Um, I kind of just, believe and i'm not saying i'm right but this is kind of just what i believe like we're just brought into the world with kind of no reason and at the very most we don't know what the reason is we're here like we don't actually have a purpose so uh kind of the only thing to do is just in a weird way do whatever you want and um just live the human experience and so like i'm gonna just live the human experience and pass that on and just that's what we're here to do. We're humans. We just fucking okay. live and then fuck and then make more. And then that's it. That's what life is. Well, let, about. Me, let me ask you a deeper question then, Daniel. So like, do whatever you want. So why are you like limiting yourself with like how you eat your food and like veg vegetarianism and everything? Like if you just want to do whatever you want, why don't you just like fuck everything up on along the way while you're in life, like be the asshole and eat whatever you want and party and do as many substances as you want. There's definitely... Yeah questions of ethicality and like health that you have to consider while you're living as you however you want right um well i mean maybe it's the it's part of it that uh um i like i feel a responsibility as someone who has generations of people that have like built society in a way that like I can live a good life now. Like, I feel yeah. like as part of, you know, the human experience is like at my time here, uh, I'm going to enjoy it, but also do it in a way that's that like I can bring other people and allow them to enjoy it as well. So like there's, there's things fundamentally, which I think is like as a society, as like a community um, is a better way of living. And I, in my opinion, it's, like in the one example you're bringing up like food choices like this is better for like health reasons ethically it's it's less damaging to the environment so i just think it's a better way to live as far as like the longevity of of humans you know like i think if we all like there, there's things we can all change that will benefit like future generations so i'm just like kind of i'm doing my part in that journey you know, and, and my son is like, and I'm doing shit that like, um, I don't want to say my son. I'm like, whoever my children, my future children are Child. like, there's, yeah, there's, there's shit I'm doing right now that 
there's like tons of sacrifices to be made to make things better for future generations and all but like a lot of stuff i don't even probably know about like i'm not even cognizant of but i i just feel like it's it's uh you know like you provide a better situation for whoever your children are and then they'll push they'll push the envelope too they'll do things better than you ever did um and that's like you know the way that's like a sustainable way of life where like we all just come on the earth enjoy it as much as we can and then just fucking move on it's life there's a lot of different there's a lot of different fields of thought we could get into with all of that but i can name you all of these different existentialist philosophers there's definitely fields of thought that would agree with you there, Daniel. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Like we kind of uh this is why I wanted you on the show for sure, because we out like we weirdly agree and disagree on a lot of fundamental things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't, you uh, yeah, I, I feel don't know. like I might as be more nihilistic. As, uh, I am kind of nihilistic too, but in a in a as of late, a more positive way. Cause as far as like doing drugs and like, whatever, just be like doing whatever I want to maximize like happiness, the, um, it actually wouldn't make me happy to do all that. Like, it doesn't feel good if I, because it feels like it's not completing a purpose. And I, like, like I was saying, like, I feel like in purpose is really important to happiness. Um, not even I, really important. It's essential. I don't, think I, ooh, I don't know if I agree on that. <laughs> Again, well, this is just my beliefs based on what I like when I lack yeah. purpose, which is like most of my life, that's when I've been the most happy. And whenever I've been able to find purpose for myself, and I literally have to make it up because a life is meaningless. <laughs> I think I kind of completely disagree, Daniel. I think basically the chase for a purpose is what makes you unhappy, and you have to find happiness within just how you're living and where you're at right now. Like, you can't. Oh, no, I have the opposite philosophy. You can't chase anything to find happiness. You have to actually learn to deal with existing and the pain of existence and find happiness just within the everyday moments. And if you watch the movie Soul that just came out with Pixar, it touches on all of that, actually. You have to find that that peace. You have to find that inner peace every single moment of your day. There's nothing to chase. I think the chase is something that ultimately ends up being a trap. I don't... I want to I want to let Kanal speak because he's been sitting in the back yeah. but I have a, I have a follow-up to that Kanal what, oh, no, what, you are, can, your, you, what are your no, thoughts I, I was just I mean I feel like I mean in regards to the chase or just I guess the way I interpreted what Joel was saying was just kind of living in the moment I guess and finding whatever happiness or pain or experiences that come along the way in the moment I, I mean I, I see a, a world where, where both can exist Unless that's what you were saying, where I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm taking things day by day in the moment, and I'm processing whatever comes my way. But at the end of the day, I'm still chasing something, and that's that's what's driving me. That's what's getting me through the day. That's what's pushing me to that end goal or that end game, whatever I have. Yeah, I think um, the way I view it is, um, it's not actually the the goal that makes you happy. It's actually chasing the goal is what makes you feel fulfilled, and it's tough because you don't always know what that goal is because ultimately I kind of just made it up. Uh, what you if know you... what I mean? But, okay, here, but what okay, if... I have two examples okay. for you yeah. real quick. Yeah. Okay. I have two examples. One is like, it's kind of a dumb, but like if you've ever built a Lego set, yeah. it's like you have the box and you have this cool ass thing. Maybe it's like a fucking spaceship or some shit. 
and you're like that is so sick like i want to fucking build that and then you're building it and it's so exciting and then you actually have it and it's like okay cool like it's not that great to actually yeah. have it it's like building it the excitement like thinking being hopeful about the future and like having you know looking forward to something is actually a great way and i would argue essential at least it has been in my life for like current happiness and that, my second example was like as far as the chase goes i think it's kind of built into us as humans like um humans got up every morning um with a purpose like i need to go out and like i don't know in the in the hunter's view in the hunter's world it's like i need to get up and go hunt for my family so that we have food and we can survive and they're chasing that but like i i wouldn't argue that those people are unhappy like that's kind of like the human existence you know they get up and they chase something every day what about the non-hunters what about the people who just hung around and like maybe like they hunted once a week out of obligation for their own survival but that wasn't what defined their lives well, I mean, um, I feel like nothing defined their lives in a way. They just—that's what I'm talking about. You just get up, you live the human experience, and then you just die. <laughs> and for whatever purpose you might be like driving towards, what are the external factors that you can deconstruct that actually made you want to have those purposes? Like, are they actually meaningful on any level, or were you just was your upraising what defined what you think is a valuable purpose? And are they—is it actually a worthy goal? Does it actually give you any meaning at one? once you're dead um like i don't know if I, i'm gonna get that promotion, I mean, ultimately, that promotion ultimately once you're dead kind of nothing matters so to speak i mean who knows maybe we'll all die and be like oh shit some crazy some crazy well, that's why but instead of chasing I, that purpose in life you have to before you die you have to just actually find peace with death and living every day with that peace i mean it also really comes down that's, to personal that's all, perspective it also comes down to personal perspective though. Like someone might completely disagree with your statement, Daniel, that like, Oh, once you're dead, like nothing really matters. Like, Oh, I mean, yeah. what if I want to leave something behind. Yeah. Like what if that's what I'm chasing is leaving something behind. Like I'm, I'm at peace with being dead one day, as long as I know that I left behind X, Y, and Z, like, this is what I was working towards. I did it. I'm cool. Like I'm cool. We're also, we should probably wrap soon, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could probably talk like fucking endlessly <laughs> on this shit. Uh, and just, but I don't, I don't know. I think like the fact that we're all going to die isn't like, even if there's nothing at the end, which I mean, who knows? No one actually knows, including myself. But um, that shouldn't, I mean, we're still living life right now. And there's like, there's things to be experienced. That's kind of how I view life. There's like a human experience at hand. And I'm just trying to like maximize the, the experience. It's like, damn, I did some cool shit. Um, you know, I had some good moments, had some bad moments, whatever. I live my life. I hear you there, Daniel. I'm just trying to live life in a way where I can die knowing that I made the most of the human experience. And I have. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, how we define that human experience of what we're actually seeking out is up to like interpretation. Yeah. Wow. I think that's a great place to end it because <laughs> we actually agreed at the end. 
<laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah. As far as uh, just wrapping up this question, I think we're all in agreement that this 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 little eleven year old's a little fucking oh pervert, God, dude. He's a little <laughs> he's a little pervert. What's wrong with this kid? Masturbating? <laughs> fucking what is that? No, ground him. Ground him. Oh, obviously, man. ground him. Couldn't be me. Make him feel ashamed. <laughs> you know that's definitely the root, right? We're all in agreement. <laughs> No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> You're gonna grow hair on your palms. You're gonna go blind. Jesus is watching. He is like unacceptable. All right. Um, okay, cool. Glad we're all in agreement. Joel's absolute pleasure. Um thank you, man. I'm glad we're we're maximizing the human experience together. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Here. You're ma- you're helping me maximize my human experience. <laughs> Yo, no. I love that, man. Um yeah. Love you, Joel. Love you, Kanal. Glad, um, glad we could join each other today during this pandemic. Um, thanks for everyone who's uh, listening right now. Hope you all are doing all right. You know, getting through this uh, this time where we are having trouble maximizing the human experience because we can't <laughs> do a lot. Um, you know what it? That's the. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than that. Kanal, you got anything else that you want to say? Oh, yeah, sure. If you have any questions that you'd like to submit, because we <laughs> would love to hear them. I am nice. rt.podcast on Instagram or dan.and.canal at gmail.com. Folks, getting a question from you is maximizing my human experience. So send them in. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. You really wanted to take that from me? Yeah. Huh? Joel, any uh, any final thoughts? Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'd love to be back. Uh I think today I will not be regretting this podcast. Yes. (laughs) All right. That's kind of like not the purpose of the show, though. So (laughs) shit. You have to do. Say some like say some shit. Say some just some like awful shit that you're gonna say some like really crass, crass, nasty (laughs) stuff, and we can end it on that. Okay. Uh. Shit. Um. Oh, don't you don't have to do. I don't like (laughs) potato chips. I mean, a lot of people think that's controversial. What? (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, honestly, anyway. that's that's fine. I'm like, yeah, because you. I'm, I'm gonna kinda, regret putting that out there in the world now. I could kind of do it with or without uh, chips. That's because you eat seafood, man. I bet if they release like fish potato chips, you would be all over that shit, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> hey, yo, they shrimp chips. Shrimp chips are definitely out there. That was way too far. Jesus. All right, thanks for joining us. We'll be back in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Love everyone. Right here. Peace. Guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We will see you next week for yet another episode. Yet another episode. Yet another episode. Oh. Oh. This is the last time I'm here.